All right, Internet, hello. This is Mike and Andy, and have we got a treat for you today. Um, I'm going to sing a little Taylor Swift to start. Um, I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. That's what people say. Mm -mm. That's what people say. I guess that's what they say. So um, we are recording with we got a we the home office is full. It's warm in here. Uh, we've got uh, we've got three couples um, who each have a, a child or children with Down syndrome. We were going to release this on World Down Syndrome Day. Today is World Down Syndrome Day, which is yes. When this is coming out. When this is coming out, but when it's recorded, Andy, it's not. Correct. But every for us, every day is World Sound Down yes, Syndrome that's Day. Right. Every day for us is World Down Syndrome Day. So so here's what we got. We've got the home office packed with Andy and Mercedes. Mercedes uh, is Andy's better half, no question about it. So say hello, Mercedes. Hi, everyone. So, so that's Mercedes. It's the internet. You're saying hello to the internet. Uh, and then I've got Josh and Heather. And uh, say hello. Hello. And Josh. Hey, guys. There you go. We're trying to get you to recognize the voices. And then for the first time, making your first appearance on the Vox podcast, the Fox of the Vox, <laughs> Justina Renee Erie. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and with that. She kind of has Adele's voice. Uh, hello. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we want to share a bit of our story. We are all parents who... Um, it was either chosen for us or we chose to have uh, children with Down syndrome. And we, we want to frame this conversation, um, and, and, and Heather said it great when, before we hit record, uh, we want to flip the narrative because one of the things that God has used my wife and, and I in um, has been to help parents when they get this diagnosis or they they have a child and then they get the diagnosis um to see the potential future beyond the immediate fear and the immediate you know sense of claustrophobia there's no escaping this and so we're all in different um stages of the journey so andy and mercedes tell us a little bit uh, about your family and about sunny's adoption okay go ahead Alrighty. Um, in 2013, Andy and I have been married for about two and a half years, and we decided to take a wonderful adventure and adopt a child with Down syndrome. What, what prompted that for you? Well, a couple of things. We actually um, had a couple of losses. We had a miscarriage, and then my brother suddenly passed away. Oh, man. And it was in that brokenness that I think we were both really seeking after the Lord, and I think sometimes in brokenness, you can a little bit become fearless when you think of the worst things that hmm. that could have happened, like a death of a family member. You're just kind of like, well, you know, nothing can shake me at this point. And at least that's how it happened for me. And um, uh, I had been praying and Andy and I decided to go on a missions trip to Haiti. And we went to a, an orphanage for... Um, little ones with special needs, a variety, mostly actually cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. um, and that really changed me because in that moment, you're, you're thinking this is an orphanage full of babies who need home. And I'm like, at any moment, Andy and I would take one of these home with us if we could right. and take care of them. Um, and that stuck with me when we came home. And I'm all about local mission, you know, being in your community. And we had done some volunteer work with youth groups for teens and adults with special needs so it wasn't too new to me that whole world and great community um, and then the Lord just kept laying on my heart heavily about okay adoption let's think about adoption again Mercedes and also what about a child with Down syndrome and I brought that to Andy he received it so well shockingly to where it made it is me shocking it is shocking let's it be is. honest Andy. yeah and he's a bit of a dweeb. And, oh my gosh, um, <laughs> so hard to it's work. It's shocking with. that I would be open-minded <laughs> yes, to something like yes. this. Yes, <laughs> but it was just so quick and so easy that it almost made me be like, "Wait, are you sure?" Right. Like now, I'm scared. Right. right. But um, so all the, I don't know. The Lord just opened the doors, and we started going down the adoption process. It took us four months, and two weeks later, Sunny was in our arms we were picking sunflower may. sunflower may lara she's a dream boat 
She is. She, um, my, my a children, blonde beauty. My children are very angry that you did I not know. drink Sunny Up today. I know. You um, Andy, Andy, you are Filipino. Yep. And Mercedes, you are... I'm black and Peruvian. Black and Peruvian, mm-hmm. or as I call it, black-uvian. black black and, and And Sunny is as white as you get and blonde. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blue, so it's, <laughs> blue, hairs, blue eyes, blonde hair. It is awesome. And how old is Sunny? And she is a little over two and a half. And how many followers does she have on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram? I don't know about Twitter, but Twitter she has twelve hundred. Yeah, Instagram she's got eighteen thousand. That's what I'm talking about. And your story, right to uh, adopt her, mm-hmm. is found where, right? Because you that 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 you made a video of yeah. this. Yeah, so very... I made a. There's a couple of videos on YouTube. Um, our channel is Sunny Fun Days. So if you go to yeah YouTube with a Y with a Y, yeah. So yep, everything's spelled normal. Sunny Fun Days. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, and you guys know Josh and Heather, right? Yeah, I was right? going to mention that it was kind of they were very influential in being being able to say, okay, I, Andy, we could do this. We could adopt a child with Down syndrome because they were they had Macy for about I don't know, like she was probably five maybe mm-hmm. when we adopted Sunflower, and I had gotten to follow their Instagram account. I know them personally, so I got to see how um, having Macy did not um, affect being able to travel, did Mm. not affect being able to go to the beach, did not (laughs) affect you guys being able to go and have friends. Like, it's not negative. It's not burdensome. You're not homebound. Um, It was, and Macy had an oxygen tank. Like, she... Mm. Need it? I, I'm not gonna tell your story, but it's, it's I'm just saying. Too late. Okay. I'm just saying. Nothing stopped them from living a normal, wonderful, adventurous life. So it encouraged Andy and I, and I'm like, we could do that. We could be really cute, with, and have oh a great boy. family. Or one of the crazies. And have a child with Down syndrome. Yes. 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 In fact, in fact, it probably made you cuter. It did. Let's just say She's that so right popular. now. All right. Now speaking. Of Josh and Heather, tell us a bit of your story. Yeah, we our story is a lot less holy. That seemed really right. Holy. A lot of use wow. of the word Lord, the oh. Lord, <laughs> and that just just for the non Christians listening, that that's Jesus. Just to be clear. Good. Thank you for that yeah. clarification. So we <laughs> we entered into adoption because we couldn't have children naturally, oh. and so we were at a crossroads of IVF or adoption. IVF and is. Inter- Oh, in vitro. Thank you. In vitro fertilization. And we uh, just felt that that was not an option for us at the time. That's another story. That's a whole other podcast. And we ended up heading down the adoption path with the intention of having a healthy infant. Yes. Went with a private agency, paid the big bucks, and then we're presented with a little girl who had Down syndrome. Who was very sick. Who was very sick. Um, She had lots of health issues as well. So we found ourselves trying to figure out saying yes or no to this little so, girl. So now why would the agency give you that option so if they, you had asked? Right. So they didn't. Okay. Everything shows on paper we said no to. Yeah. They didn't give us the option. It was in a passing conversation. And really? so to get holy here now. Oh, the Lord. Uh, <laughs> the Lord. Something happened instantly in my heart when yeah. I read the words in an email, a little girl with Down syndrome. And... Um, I talked to Josh about it and I feel like he had the same kind of reaction. Yeah. And both of us shook our fists at God saying, no, no, we're not doing that. So don't even ask. Right. Um, Back but off. it was too late. It was too late. <laughs> it had been presented and it was a long, long, long story short. We said yes. And so she came home at three months old, four months old. A month later had open heart surgery. She was on oxygen. She had all these other issues. So when we met oh. her, the Down syndrome became a back burner issue because she had things she needed to fight for her life. Um, and it was it all it was our first experience as parents. And right, so this is your first child. Yeah, our first child. So it's all we knew. So it felt very normal. So oxygen mm. tanks and doctor's appointments and all that stuff. It's all we knew. Yeah. It felt normal. And like Mercedes was saying, we still did life. We still went we're places. Still cute. We're still adorable. Yep. I mean, can't take that away, right? <laughs> nope, nope. Never. <laughs> um, and we just did life and it felt normal and it felt great. And then also 
we just realized that saying yes to the scariest thing we've ever said yes to is the best yes we've ever said. It rocked our worlds in all the best ways. Yes. And how, how old is yeah. she now? She is seven and a half. Seven and a half. She'll be eight in June. And then you have two other two other kids. We Tell do. us about them. Yeah. Do you want to take over? Sure. Josh likes to talk. Yeah, so Josh <laughs> likes to talk sometimes. <laughs> I I do like to talk sometimes. I let Heather do most of the talking. Um, yeah, no, we, so the second adoption, all, all three of our kids are adopted. Mm-hmm. And the second one was, well, if we don't have as much control over who God's going to bring home anyways, then let's go through the County, which is free. Yeah. And we went in with open hands and he brought us a typical little girl that was five months old. Five months old, anything but typical, but no special needs, no no health issues. um, When you go through the county, you're most likely going to get a kid that has some sort of substance abuse, like almost always. And she was a very healthy, little, beautiful little girl. And so the second time was like, that was, it seemed like what was our heart's desire. Here she is. Number two, truly star. And she lives up to her name. You Someday you'll get to hang out with her. Um, and truly, it's all of spice and, and just very spicy, very full of life. Um, and, and, and she 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 wakes up bouncing off the walls. Yeah. And um, she, she brings so much to our family. But uh, so then the third time around, we're going to bring Mercedes and Andy back into the picture. Uh, we signed up for the third. Uh, we were ready to start the process for our third adoption. Yep. And um, I just happened to post something online that said, "Here we go again. We got all of the paperwork done." And and uh, and and Mercedes, I think that the story went. She saw that, and then she had um, heard about this little the, uh, of a, a lady in San Diego who um, was looking to uh, for an adoption plan, mm-hmm. and she had a little boy. She was pregnant with seven months pregnant, six months pregnant, and um, had reached out. They had been on this uh, profile that said, we're adopting, we're looking for to adopt. But um, something happened where they already had Sunflower. Right. Um, uh, Augie's birth mom yeah. um, Facebook messaged me because our... His name's August. Yes. Augie Aug- for short. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook messaged me, just saw our profile and wanted to just further interview us via social media. And um, during Sunflower's placement, uh, we weren't able to be placed also with another child. So we had to say no, but I know a great couple. <laughs> and I think that Mercedes contacted us the next day or a day later but when we started the, the process for our third adoption, we were hoping a year later. So there was no Got way it. I was ready for a third child. With no intention of adopting a third kid with, with Down syndrome. Right. So August is our third. He also has Down right. syndrome. So I, Mercedes called, and I, I think I said, girl, why are you doing this I to know, me? Right? I was so... <laughs> right. <laughs> I was surprised. like, come on. <laughs> this is not fair. Because of course we're going to say yes. Like, of course we're going to adopt this <laughs> no. baby. And she knew it. And we weren't ready. Um, so he said yes to that. And and while we weren't um, seeking a baby with Down syndrome, it was, we felt like we had hit the jackpot to get to parent a child with Down syndrome. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So so how old is August? August is 26 months. And he's walking. He's walking. He's walking. Oh, is he? Oh, my goodness. And he is, he is the baby. Yeah. And wears that like a crown. That's right. <laughs> he does whatever he, he wants. Does. The other day, That's right. something was happening. And my dad said in a really sweet way, he said, I think he's a little spoiled. And I'm yeah. like, oh, he is spoiled. Yeah. He, whatever he wants. He's the prince. And we are all suffering for it and yeah. it's worth it. I like it. <laughs> now, um, not related to uh, you guys, the Eeries have been on their own journey. So here is uh, the Vox Fox. Um, Justina, first of all, first question for you. What's the best thing about being married to Mike Eerie? Oh what's the best thing? That he puts me on the spot all the time. Oh, no. Okay, so second th- question I have for you. Uh, what's uh, What was your journey uh, with this? Because we, we did not choose to adopt. No, we had uh, two older children, and um, I had wanted a third early on, and Mike said no, he wasn't ready, and I said, okay. And all of a sudden, he decided that, um, you know, let's try for a third, and Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I didn't want the kids so far apart in age, but um, so we did, and we got pregnant, and it was a boy, which made Mike very, very excited, and went in for my 20-week ultrasound, and they found uh, abnormality on his belly. It it ended up being a little bit of a 
something called an omphalus heel, sort of like a, a an extenuated hernia. And um, that is an indication of either trisomy 18 or uh, 21. And for me... Both genetic disorders right. that are significant. Thank you. For me, I, if it was going to be trisomy 18, I needed to know. I needed to know if the baby wasn't going to live because right. trisomy 18 isn't really conducive outside of the womb. And I needed my heart to be prepared for that. And although they told us that Down syndrome was a potential, I, I never really even thought about it. So um, found out <laughs> and was, I, I'm going to be completely honest, it was totally devastated. Yeah. Um, because um, we'd done the special needs train. We did. Our we uh, Our oldest son had been diagnosed with autism and had gone through uh, over two and a half years of recovering him through diet and supplements and hormone replacement and special needs schools and IEPs and all that stuff. And uh, exactly 10 days after he started kindergarten, undesignated, no IEPs, we found out about Seth. And unlike Nate, where I recovered him and can do it all, um, there was no recovering Down syndrome and, syndrome, and I, I just was, um, I was absolutely devastated. I think that I just, my life had already um, been taken down a different road, and uh, so I, I'm just gonna be completely honest. I was heartbroken. Yep. Um, and but Me then, too. but then when he came, he's awesome. He's a dude. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's a dude. He, how old is he now? He's, uh, he turned seven. I know that, by the way. I was just... Yeah. <laughs> he turned seven the day after Christmas. He's yeah. a little first grader and oh my he's goodness. just got such a personality. Yeah. He has uh, such a sense of humor. He's the funniest little dude and yeah. just, I'm so in love with him. Yeah. So, so in love with him. Yeah, the, you could have answered that way when I asked you about Mike Erie. But, <laughs> but you, that was, somehow that was... I'm in love with you too, okay. honey, but Seth doesn't put me on the spot like that. Well, you. okay. All right. Now, so one of the reasons why we wanted to have this conversation, uh, March 21st is uh, World Down Syndrome Day. And, and the reason it's March 21st, Justina, is? Uh, there are three uh, 21st chromosomes. And I, and I do want to say for the populace out there that most people don't know this, that the reason it is called Down Syndrome is that Dr. Down discovered the third chromosome on the 21st chromosome it has nothing to do with down his name was just dr down got it so it could have been mike syndrome if a guy named mike had discovered it okay so um so uh, the there are a couple of reasons why we're very interested in having this conversation one is um in our experience we've met loads of people in fact we met with a couple early on uh they were from brazil correct um who they were terrified of having a child with down syndrome and so we just said, well, come on over and meet Seth. Um, there was a, another couple from uh, San Diego that wanted to give their child up uh, for adoption. And they came over and met Seth, decided to keep their, their child. I mean, so, so there's this huge, there's a huge um, need for people to just show Hey, you can still be cute. And by the way, cute's never really a part Maybe of the Maybe not ears. cute, rad. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so what have been a couple of uh, really big surprises as you guys have made this journey? So and one I'm hearing from you is, hey, it didn't it, it didn't so uh, dominate the rest of your life that you couldn't do anything. So so that was something. I mean, even with oxygen tanks, mm-hmm. you were able to make that work. Um, what are a couple of other things that have been surprising to you along the way that, that you would want people to know? Because as we were talking about before we hit record, there there are some of you listening who may have a, a diagnosis mm-hmm. uh, like this or autism or something in your future. And we want to exp- expose you to the possibility that these aren't curses, mm-hmm. that this isn't bad news. Right. Yep. And so uh, what have been some things that have been surprising along the way? I'll take that. Yep. Um, well, this is a this is an all skate. Perfect. So this is an all skate. Everybody. Yep. So I think the thing that has surprised me most and the thing I've learned in my deepest soul is that hard is not bad. Hard is just hard. And I feel that we have been fed as a society. Come and on. I'll just speak for Western. I just speak for what I know. I'm not going to speak for single moms in Haiti and but I, maybe this is universal that we have this idea of what life should be and it's good and it's easy and it's nice and stepping off into this world of down syndrome and having a child with, with 
health issues as well yeah. was not good, was not easy, was not nice, but it was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And so mm. that learning that we've just been fed this lie of what we should be striving after. Yeah. Yet, if you look around, people are striving for that and everyone's miserable. Yeah. Most, a lot of people are miserable. Isn't it funny? Yeah. It's really interesting. And that we're trying what our kids with Down syndrome are on paper, people are desperate to avoid. Yeah. Yet it's the greatest thing that's happened to me. I think a lot of us in this room could agree. People yeah. I meet, it's the same conversation. This was so scary. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened in right, my life. Right. And so, both are true. Yeah. So if anyone should have a say into what Down syndrome is and what it does for your life, it yeah. should be us. Yep. Exactly. Um, yet our voices are so are just a slight whisper. Yeah. For all people to hear. I don't know if that's your question. No, that's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> now, now, when you say it's the best thing that's happened to you, can you can you give me um, a specific example of what that is, mm-hmm. how that's worked itself out for you? Sure. I see having Mason and August, well, all three of our kids, um, it has made me into a person with character that I would be lacking otherwise. Mm-hmm. So had I not had Macy and and needed to raise her and been pushed into this place, I, I talk about sometimes I feel like I was pushed into the mud and the dirt yeah. and then sat there long enough to start to see these beautiful blossoms mm-hmm. and I, I would that. miss it. I would have missed it. And so there's so much she's taught that I would be missing out on had she not come into my life and yep. about bravery, about endurance, about, I mean, the girlfriend wakes up every day and it's has to fight this battle of it's hard for her to do things. And she steps into, as soon as she steps out the door, she steps into a world where people see her as less than, yeah. exactly, and right. that's her life. And mm-hmm. she does it with joy and, and endurance and a good attitude. And so to be witness to that, and to get to live in it is one of the best things that's ever happened Dang, to me. Dang, someone's preaching right now. I love <laughs> it. Can I get right. amen? Yes. <laughs> yes. What else, guys? What else would you say has been surprising? Um, I'm, I was surprised, but not surprised. Kind of reaffirmed in that the Lord does provide um, angels here on earth. Like, he provides... You have to seek after, if you get a diagnosis that you have a child with Down syndrome, um, you're not alone. You can seclude yourself, but don't, please don't. There are tons of families, and by the glory of God, there's social media. Like, right. <laughs> you can find hundreds of friends and connections, and um, I've just met so many friends through even that yeah. avenue, and so many friends through support groups and um that are moms just like me and we could just go back and forth with ideas or what worked for you, what didn't. Um, Just the fact that you're not alone in that. Like you're not secluded. You can seclude yourself if you want to, but please don't because I don't know. We need you. And when that um, extra chromosome gets into a person, they are social. That's the dancing (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's like what I was gonna the say. dancing yeah. gene, the joy gene, the <laughs> let's all be friends gene. I'm not kidding you. Sunflower has made me so popular because it's yeah. it exudes. Yeah, we're I, never, listen. You're not no alone. One, no one was excited to see you today. I know. Mercedes. Everybody let's be said, Everyone where said, is Where is Sunny? <laughs> where is Sunny? No, but it, it's more than that, though. It's yes. when you walk into a room or walking down the street or walking in, into any setting um, they uh, they take down any kind of barrier, and the social uh, game that Macy plays is I don't care who you are, where you're from, what any of that. It's I want to know you. I want to know what you're doing, and she'll say hi to anyone, anywhere. Whereas we put our heads down, and, and we don't want to see. You know, you don't want to say hi to anyone. But she, I almost feel like there's so much to learn from these, yeah. from from people with Down syndrome that have. They they take down so many walls. Oh my goodness, they do. And there's and a purity there. That's the, what surprised me is the purity of yeah. um, how I think we are supposed to interact with joy and with un, the the pretenses are gone. Yes. And that immediately Seth is hugging us. Yes. You know, and he's well, of he's he kissed. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I think there's something about um, that uh, take those filters down and yes. see people for who they really are. Seth and I were driving the other day. 
And uh, we pull up next to this old Camaro, and there's this dude that's tatted, and he's totally a gangbanger. You Wait, was it a convertible? Take... No, oh, no, it was not. <laughs> this was not. This was not a good Camaro. Um, okay. And this guy's just tatted up, and 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 you know, if you're gonna stereotype, I mean, he's the tr- traditional gang-looking guy. And Seth is, um, we go for drives every now and again. And so he had this window down and he's like this big old puppy, you know, the wind's blowing <laughs> no. in his hair, his tongue's out. <laughs> and he, and he, we pull up next to this guy and this guy kind of looks over and Seth waves and starts blowing him kisses. Oh my and, God. and, and the dude just, his countenance totally changes. He's blowing kisses back. I mean, you're just like, <laughs> The gangbanger? Yes. Amazing. It was awesome. Justine, you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, our situation is just a little bit different um, because your children were the oldest and ours is the youngest. So we had Nate and Hannah um, who were five and a half and almost four years older than Seth. So we we didn't dive into a Down syndrome community because we already had um, existing communities with our older children. So Seth kind of came along with us and it is it's amazing how much our older children's friends love him. Um, I may sneeze and I apologize if I, that happens. <laughs> I feel it coming. Bless you. Um, ahead fish. of time. Whoa! <laughs> there it goes. Whoa! Um, sorry. Andy, Andy, we got to clean the spray off. <laughs> I covered it. Okay. Anyway, so Seth has kind of, um, mapped himself into our lives. So it's a little bit different, but he just is part of wherever we are. We have a, a really good friend and she calls it the Seth effect. And um, because of him, she adopted two children with Down syndrome. Um, They moved from Southern California to Nevada about a year ago. And she is now the advocate for um, Down syndrome throughout all of Nevada. She's going to Washington, D.C. to meet with Congress next month. And she just, you know, as soon as she found out, I was the first person she contacted. And she just calls it the Seth effect. What he's done and how many children have been adopted because of Seth, because of what they did in the advocacy of it all. And I just, it's pretty amazing. And then just one last thing, uh, something that Mike and I, you know, have reflected on. People always have the, the um, say that down, kids with Down syndrome, people with Down syndrome are always happy. Mm-hmm. And those of us who live with them on a right. day-to-day basis, <laughs> we know that that is absolutely 100% not true. They are not always happy. But unlike us typical people, they live in the moment and they don't, fret about the future and they don't um dwell in the past and so seth is so cute he'll do something he knows he's not supposed to he'll punish himself and put himself in time out he usually <laughs> punishes himself by taking away food i don't know why or he's know. always he's always talking about food yeah he's always talking about food he gets up from his but mom. and he instantly apologizes <laughs> he doesn't i'm just ignoring you he doesn't dwell on it right. and he lives in the present that's that is so big, Justy, because that that is one of the things I've learned. Um, he has no he has no anticipation other than school today or not. Um, he doesn't have regret. He doesn't he doesn't seem to worry about things. He just seems to be fully present. And either I like what's happening or I don't like what's happening. But that's that's it. And so you know, Josh, you really when you said he's uh, these these kids are humanity without pretense. That's that's right. You take away all of the social, uh, you str- you strip away all the social awkwardness that we feel if we were going to dance in front of a crowd or if we were going to just say hi to everybody or blow kisses uh, to guys in Camaros. Um, uh, they don't have that, and the effect on people around them is pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's o- almost always positive. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we get some stares. I mean, I'm yeah. sure we oh, all yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. get some people who are going, hmm, what's, there's something yeah. going on there. And so Justy will always go up and, and say, hey, this is Down syndrome. And this is, and, you know, almost just proactively kind of educate people. Um, yeah. This is why Seth uh, looks a little different and acts a little different. What, um, Andy, do you want have anything you want to add to this? Before I move on to the next question, uh, yeah, sure. I think um, I wasn't. It, it, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, I think the surprise is retrospective. I, I, I'm surprised that I think I was ready to live a life where every day there was something difficult in front of me, and I was going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us try to work through life trying to make everything non-difficult, like doing everything we can to make things easy. And in this case, 
it's like we we chose something that embraces difficult every right. day right. you know and and by not looking at it like heather said difficult equals bad you know but rather difficult for me equals growth and it equals like change and transformation and so it's yeah. to always have that in front of me it's always such a reminder that I'm not going to live this life where I've, I've created an easy thing for myself. I've created something that always has opportunity, always has challenge, and always has something that's going to push me and grow me. And mm -hmm. I don't think I realized in making this decision with Mercedes that I was so open-minded subconsciously to making that decision so far ahead of time. Yeah. But, yeah. What are your so, – so what would you say your biggest fears are or were? So like mine, um, when we go to Disneyland – uh, and we see adults with Down syndrome. Sometimes I'm kind of thrown off by, oh, okay, this feels like a life sentence. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no retire, retiring with just the misses, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, Seth will be able to be independent, but there's no guarantee of that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of mine. Even, even seven years in, it's totally worth it. I'd choose it again. But there's still that fear of, oh, what's going to happen? Um, will he always be with us or, uh, will he always need care? Those sorts of things. So what would you guys say? Um, either greatest fears you had going into it or even fears you have now? Cause it's not all roses. Yeah. Um, mine's similar to yours in that, um, one of my fears is that when Macy gets older and we may no longer be able to take care of her, that, uh, there isn't anyone else that's going to love her as much as we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, um, I do see other families with older um, generations of uh, someone in their family that has Down syndrome that they they love them and they surround them and there's a support system. But I think that's one of my fears is that there's just no way that our extended family or someone that's not in our family is going to take care of Macy in August like like we could. Right. And and I and there's that fear of of her just not being loved. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just ending up kind of alone in a facility somewhere. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Now that's my fear. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have always been, for future, in my head, I think, oh, Mason and now August, we're just going to be like in Paris in the cafes, sipping coffee and eating croissants, and it'll be so fun as we're, when they're older. Right. That's how I like to dream. But some of my fears are... Um, seeing Mason as she's gotten older, and I'm assuming this will happen with August, um, is when there are negative reactions and responses towards her, that she's noticing it more now than she ever did. Mm. And I know as she gets older and knowing people who have Down syndrome who are teenagers and young adults or adults, that that is a part of their reality, that she wants to be a part of something that people don't want her to be a part of or don't know how to help her be a part of it. Yeah. And that... Um, and that she's going to actually see that and then feel the negative effects of it. Yeah. And I think that when kids are young, the down, having a Down syndrome diagnosis almost protects them from that. But that I already see little glimpses of it, like at right. the park or things. So I, I really, it really scares me to see her hurt because of society's lack of interest in her and society's ignorance about what Down syndrome is. Good, good. Laura's, what would you guys say? It's for me, Mercedes. That's the combination. <laughs> Just to be clear, that was Mercedes that was and not Andy, because our voices are <laughs> extremely similar. <laughs> Excellent, um, but thank you for clarifying. Um, yes, to what Josh and Heather said, both of those are my biggest fears. What's going to happen with Sunny after I'm gone from this earth, and um, and then also her getting her feelings hurt. Um, it was okay back. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. We chose to adopt a child with Down syndrome, but, and I have had moments where I've stopped to grieve mm -hmm. also that Sunny has Down syndrome. Good. Um, That's right. That's right. And it's not like even the grieving's though, done. No. Sure. Um, because as like Heather said, as she gets older, there's other things that are challenges for her that separates her from peers yeah and um you know being a parent to a child in general any kind of thing that separates them or makes life difficult or makes them hurt is hard to hear is hard to cope with and you just get sad for them or scared so um I, that's my fear just yeah. her going out 
into the world and the world not receiving her kindly and for her to ever feel less than. And that's actually also the same fear I have for Rhodes, our youngest, who yep. is um, 15 months. And and I think that's just going to be my fear for my children as a mother because we live in a social media world as well that also highlights cool people, right. highlights what's in, what are you doing. And, you know, nobody wants to feel left out of that. Mm-hmm. Typical with Down syndrome, nobody wants to feel left out. And I think that's just my biggest fear is yep. the feeling Absolutely. of loneliness. That's right. That's right. What about you, Andy? Um, so my biggest fear, I think it's it's very just dad internal, but like is her getting taken advantage of. Mm. Yes. You know, being in some kind of circumstance where we're not there, she's in someone else's care. And in the worst, I mean, the worst case scenario, I mean, obviously like her getting kidnapped or, I mean, it's just because she has no stranger danger, you know, it's just loves everyone. I want to be around and just, she's a total magnet. And, um, it's just one of those things. Like I I obviously can't change that about you. That's how you're going to be. And I embrace it. But yet for, you know, some kook out there who decides like, you know, yep. Yep. Who knows what? And that, that's, I mean, that's the deep down for me, like I'm just that, that's where that goes. I mean, the, the fear that came along even with having Sunflower first and, and Rhodes second is I actually, I think, embody a lot more fear about Rhodes than I do Sunflower, though. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, like, you know, for what it's worth, like, I feel like as we get to raise Sunflower, some stuff seems more predictable. You know, it's like, okay, this is what I can possibly expect. I have more kind of hard expectations of how she might live her life. We can shelter her. Like we can shelter her. Like, bit. you know, she yeah. ends up with us forever. Great. Then she's in our care, our mm-hmm. home, and, and all of that. But <laughs> it's like, but Rhodes, I mean, right? he's just, a, you know, a chemical disaster of Mercedes and I. <laughs> so, you know, whatever is going choices. to happen, making his own choices, it's just like, oh. I gotta be, a, you know that that terrifies me on on a very real That's level. Real. <laughs> Justy, what would you say, baby? Um, I I think a lot of the the fears have diminished as he's gotten older. And again, I think having the the two older kids makes a, a bit of a different situation because Seth is just always included, and he seeing the effects he, he has had not only on our own children but all of the friends and every. I mean, everybody just includes him as he is. Nate, our older son, plays soccer. And at halftime or at, at the end of the game, he runs over and he goes and hugs Nate. And he high fives all the kids. He gets in line and high fives the other team, <laughs> you know, hand in the middle <laughs> and he cheers on the team. And it, he, it's just his expert. He'll, he'll sit on the basketball bench with Nate and all the kids want to sit by him and they just love on him. And so I think that fear of not being included has diminished a lot. Um, and, you know, we did go on vacation over the summer and it, so in our own environment, you know, he's known, everybody loves him. And so we were in Hawaii and, and there were some kids, you know, they would say things like, he can't talk. And I'd say, well, yes, he can. Would you like to say something to him? And like Mike said, I'll just say, have you ever heard of something called Down syndrome? And usually they say, no, these are kids are usually around nine or 10. And I just explain what it is. And they're like, okay. And they go on their merry way. And I think if we're just open about it, and it just a calm explanation. Um, I, I think if I rewind a little bit, we did have a fear for about a three-year span because the kid pushed and bit and hit and pinched everyone, and I was afraid that was never going to end. And it did, thankfully. And I think that... As a sensory issue. Oh, goodness gracious. And we couldn't figure out what was the what Trigger. was the root of it we yeah. didn't know what it was even the therapist couldn't figure out what the root of it is um and so we lived in that but thank you jesus that has disappeared the lord right. um the and then lord. <laughs> and i think the i think again and you guys maybe you know this with mason because she's older but when um when you have a child with down syndrome their development just takes a lot longer and so you're in these plateaus for a long time and you sit there and think they're never going to walk. They're never going to talk. They're never, you know, I thought he's never going to learn his colors. He finally has. So now I'm like, he's never going to learn his letters. Yes. And That's the next thing <laughs> I know. And it, it, I'm to the point now I realize, okay, he gets there. It gets there. It just takes, and so I don't worry about it anymore. And he's helped me learn to just not worry so yes. much. No, that's so good. That's so good. And so, so, if you were um, going to give advice to somebody who just found out that they were going to have a child with uh, special needs in general or Down syndrome specifically, what would you tell them? What would you tell them? 
um dead space on a podcast no, is not I good. will t- so I will I will start singing I would tell them you are still without a doubt going to have a full rich blessed fun exciting cute. loving cute adorable rad life yes as a family with your child they will have um value they will contribute to society they will contribute in ways you didn't understand or even I don't know. Think about to your family, to your friends. Your life will be full of richness and you will never regret it and you'll be happy. Okay? Yep. <laughs> Excellent. No, that's really good. Andy, anything to add? This is Andy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 always my pause before my setup. Yes, yes. No, my wife just said it all. Okay. That's it. I took well, all good. the good words. She That's took all the good perfect. words. You did perfect. a good job. Perfect. Just ditto. I'm going to ditto Mercedes. I also would, would say, you got this to the to the new parents. Like, you got this. Just, you can do this. So, it's okay to have these fears. And it, we come from a different angle because we did choose Down syndrome. Yeah. But for people who are feeling sad and devastated and scared and all these things, okay, feel it. Now, you got this move forward, take a step forward, one step forward. And, and then everything Mercedes said, <laughs> all the good words. This is, you, um, we, we talked to a woman who is about to have her baby, but when she first got the diagnosis, she had contacted me terrified and considering sure. maybe an adoption plan. And yeah. I just said, whatever you do, do what you need to do. However, you won't regret this. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. And that's just the truth. There, there's going to be another side to it. So yep. That's what I would say. There's another Excellent. side to this. You're in it. And on the other side, you're going to look back and go, whoa, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I wish I knew that then. Nice. Good. Josh. Yeah. Um, I would just say uh, we, we say a lot in our family to people that come up to us and say, oh, you did this. This is amazing. And, it, and, and our reaction is, no, we get to be part of this. This is how we grew our family. And this is our new normal. Yeah. It becomes your new normal. Yep. And um, it, we're not any different. We may look a little different. We might talk a little bit slower. We might have these things that seem to be different. But the thing is, um, when you are launched into this arena um, there's a lot of sort of here and it's a beautiful place to be. And um, that relationship has been amazing through the journey mm-hmm. of getting to know and sit in a podcast room and talk about it. It is amazing. And so mm-hmm. I think the, the thing I would say is um, immediately start to reach out for those relationships. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Justy bear. Um, I, I want to say that, uh, that, that you will have days that you're just, that you're sad or that it's hard. And and then that's perfectly okay. I would highly recommend you find one or two people that, that you are very comfortable just being you with, and it's okay to um, be that way. Um, I I just want to tell a a really quick short little story. We were um, considering adopting a child with Down syndrome, and we never ended up doing it because of different things in life stopped it throughout the process and we had this one family in San Diego who had contacted us they had a little girl and wanted us to potentially adopt them and so they wanted to come up and meet our family and so the 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 dad and the mom came up uh their daughter was still in the hospital she was um, born premature and so she was still in the hospital and they came up and saw our older two with Seth and I think Seth was about what two at the time Mm -hmm. I don't even think he was walking yet and um then they left, and then the mom wanted to come back about two weeks later and bring her son, who was, I think, four mm-hmm. at the time. And we still didn't know what was going on. She and I had been emailing back and forth, and my reaction was the same, like, you can do this. You know, I just want you to know our encouragement always was from the beginning for her to, to keep her daughter. I'm a keeping my baby. That was not necessary. Papa, don't bring I'm in trouble. Sorry. I'm sorry, my face cannot be translated onto the podcast. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so they were at our house playing for a couple hours, and they were uh, getting ready to leave, the mom and the son, and Mike and I will, well, she hadn't said anything. We didn't know, and we're like, do you know what you've decided? And she goes, oh, we've decided to keep her. We don't want to keep from Tommy what we saw your older kids have. Oh, and I know I have goosebumps as I just said that. And... um. That's it. Our our older two children are 
we get we get comments from people all the time about how caring they are and loving they are, mm-hmm. compassionate, empathetic. They just they love their brother. They don't see differences in people and um because of that their friends love their brother mm-hmm. and just the community loves their brother and it's just what he has brought to our family is beyond anything we could have ever asked for. That's right. So. That's right. Now it's well so said, good. Jay. Mm-hmm. So, so what we wanted to do today was just to give you a glimpse into the journey. There was a, a movement in the early 20th century called eugenics, and it was it was a movement that was thinly disguised uh, genetic control uh, that that sought to exercise out of human population um, kids with genetic abnormalities, and so they would sterilize people with Down syndrome. I mean, it was it's ridiculous. Uh, that has not gone away. Oh, it's much more technically sophisticated now. There, there are blood tests that you can take very early in pregnancy to discern if um, you have a, a child with uh, Down syndrome, so that you can abort that child. We were encouraged, of course, to abort uh, once we received the diagnosis. Um, encouraged in the following respect: our doctor was great. By law, they had to give us that option. Our genetic counselor encouraged us. Uh, to abort with in the one very short appointment we had <laughs> we oh, said um, you can go suck an egg buddy um, <laughs> I may have said it harsher than that but here's here's the thing I've learned um, Down syndrome kids are uh, they're 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 they were they are revealers of human hearts um, your reaction to them says everything about you and they serve in God's economy as a prophetic witness against the powers and principalities that define human life in terms of beauty or strength or achievement or performance. And, um, and, and so I am very prophetically angry on behalf of Seth against a culture that says he's not welcome. Because what he brings to the table uh, is absolutely remarkable. It's magnetic, and it affects the world around him in ways none of us, none of us do. We have to work at it. That's just who he is. Does that as opposed to I have to practice uh, being like that. And so, so we have a very deeply and gracious antagonism towards uh, the worldview that says there's no room mm-hmm. for these kids. Now, we've gone the journey. I mean, Justy was so great. We, we did grieve. We were not happy. We, were, we had our shake our fist at God kind of moment. And um, we told our church two weeks after um, we received the diagnosis. And we did it right away so that they could see that it wasn't a pretty red bow. It was still pretty raw and ugly. And, uh, and and we had mixed reactions. Some people were upset with us for being upset, mm-hmm. and you know, suck an egg to those people. <laughs> and um, and then there was a uh, a family that came up. They had a little boy who was four, and he had DS. And this was two weeks after we found out. And and with with tears of joy, they looked at us and they said, um, "We're so happy for you." And then they just walked away. And I wasn't ready at that moment to receive it, but they were right. And so to a parent um, who is about to go on that journey, whether or not you choose it or it's chosen for you, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Me th- too. There's something, there's something there for you mm-hmm. uh, that I understand the temptation to not choose the journey. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, but if you're, if you're courageous, there's something there that will be utterly transforming. And that's just what we wanted to say. We wanted to flip the narrative a little bit and say, listen, this is not a bad thing. And to those of you who, um, have relatives, siblings, parents, um, children with special needs, um, we're part of a great fraternity and sorority. You know, there's a brotherhood and sisterhood out there. When we're when we're at Disney and we see that you have Down syndrome, we're walking up to you and saying hello. Uh, that's just and, and it's totally common and totally accepted. So, um, for those of you that uh, you know your your uh, regular uh, podcasters, we'll, we'll talk more about this in the in the future. Just a, a bit about the journey because um, I I can't wait for Seth to make an appearance 
on the uh, on the uh, Vox podcast. That'll that should be interesting. Uh, it'd be it'd be really fun to have all of our kids someday uh, come in and uh, and and just kind of uh, talk to each other, and that would be awesome. That would be, that would be so sweet. So um, so uh, as always. Well, what did you want to say, Andy? Uh, real fast, Josh and Heather, where can uh, oh, people good, 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 find good. out about you guys online and on social media? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, sure. Uh, we have an Instagram account called Macy Makes My Day, M-A-C-Y, Makes My Day. And Twitter is the same. Um, website, should we even just name it and claim it? HeatherAvis.com. Mm-hmm. Coming. Yeah. Coming your way. Yeah. And Heather, Heather, <laughs> that's you. Me. That's me. Right. And what are you right. going to be doing? I'm, I am now a writer. Yes, you are. I am. Um, and I've written a book and we're in the stages of editing. It should be coming out World Down Syndrome Day 2017. Boom. Right. Boom. Boom. Well, so, we Heather. We can meet here again if you want. Okay. <laughs> a year from day. now. Let's do it. A year from now. Heather, I like it. Thanks. I Mike. think that's really good. And, and is the book about a bit about this? Sure. I mean, the book. You said. Yeah. The book is a is memoir-esque. Yeah. And our, a little more about our story and our journey into how our children came to be ours. Nice. Mm-hmm. Title is going to be The Lucky Few. Basically that those of us who have people with Down syndrome in our lives are few and very lucky. Love it. And those of us who step into the scary places in life and discover the beauty to be found are few and very lucky. Do you want to mention um, the 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 podcast you're going to be starting yes you know oh you uh, don't have to starting a podcast stay tuned there is yeah. no name yep i, don't I like know. it the no I name don't podcast. Know anything about doing a podcast andy and i have a meeting after this oh boy <laughs> awesome well andy doesn't know much either and so that's a bummer um perfect justy bear any any last words anything you love about your husband i love you very much oh boy okay uh, all right, Laura, is anything? Um, no, but just thank you for letting me be a part of this. This is amazing. That's so good. Yes. Mercedes talking. That's yes. me, Mercedes talking. Yes, just to be clear. I appreciate everybody who's listening. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, yes. uh, again, on YouTube, you can catch the story at youtube.com slash sunnyfundays and then on Instagram at hooray for sunny with uh, the number four. Yep, right. and if you want to stay along, uh, if you want to keep uh, follow up with Vox, we're on Facebook. No, I mean Mike Erie's on Facebook. Mike Erie's on Twitter. Yeah, there is a Vox Facebook coming soon, but it's not ready yet. Okay, and that'll be pictures of of you and your boxers. Yes, is what I'm talking about. That's the beauty of podcasting, Heather. You just wear boxers. Perfect. So Done. maybe you shouldn't do that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I leave that up to you. Um, poor Andy and I just wear boxers together, and it's it's beautiful. Andy's boxers typically are a little tighter and wider, and uh, they're funny. But different story. Um, we, uh, we're so grateful for you. We're so grateful that you allow us to be part of your life. So wherever you are right now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. Amen and amen. Until next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Vox, the Mike Geary podcast. Be sure to like Mike on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash official Mike Erie. Follow Mike on Twitter and Periscope at Mike Erie for live interaction and ongoing Q&A. Don't forget to visit subversivekingdom.com for further engagement and information about Mike.